wake up every day as you're getting closer to this decision and do small things for yourself that you know will make the situation okay. So break down the small fears and replace your fears with solutions. You're listening to the Self-Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Vannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Welcome to episode six of the Self-Adore podcast, all about overcoming fear and making bold decisions. We're so happy you're here. Thanks for tuning back in. Decisions, decisions, decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. We have such hard times making small decisions. Like tiny. Tiny decisions. Like... Food. Food. <laughs> Where are we going to go grab food? What are we going to cook if we stay in? Are we going to have sushi? Are we going to have salad? Are we going to have meatballs? Ramen. And then we get to the place where we're going to eat, or if we're at home, we're like, okay, what do I actually eat now? Yeah. Like there's a multi layered, you know, it's so dimensional decision making. Yeah, you look at the menu, it's like, Oh, br- I feel like brunch, <laughs> brunch. breakfast. Oh no! Like, holy shit! You want the salty? You, you want, want the, the sweet. sweet? You want the salty? You want, you want the, the matcha egg. and the coffee and the orange juice? Yeah, and the tea and the smoothie and the smoothie. <laughs> Clay and I recently stayed at a super sweet hotel. She surprised me for my birthday, and they had this complimentary breakfast situation. <laughs> But it wasn't, you know, your typical continental mm. breakfast. It was like really tasty, thoughtful, like delicious dishes. Healthy too. Healthy Beautiful. too. Um, you could get smoothies. You could get all sorts of teas. You could get like uh, acid ebels, pancakes, mm. French toast breakfast, <laughs> eggs, eggs Benedict, bacon, such like salad. We got everything. All the things. We got every single thing. We got five drinks each, non-alcoholic. We got orange juice, coffee, two matchas each, a hot tea. It was like hibiscus tea. Two hot teas. And this like smoothie of the day. Yeah. So, okay. Long story (laughs) short, if you are having a hard time making decisions, we're with you. But in all seriousness, you know, the small decisions that happen from day to day kind of um, come from like decision fatigue. You've probably experienced this before. Ellie and I experienced it on a daily basis. Like when you kind of go about your day, use all of your brain power, literally your last brain cell 
to make, you know, decisions for your job or whatever it is that you're doing that day. And then you get to the end of the day and you have nothing left. You have nothing left. Decision Mm -hmm. fatigue really is a real thing. And it can be so frustrating too and draining and it can cause like a lot of arguments, especially for people who don't necessarily understand decision fatigue. Um, But this episode is more about making large decisions, bigger more life-changing decisions that can often feel very feel fearful mm-hmm. or scary or totally unknown. So with that being said, let's dive in. So the first thing that you have to do when, you know, you're making any sort of bold decision or big move in your life is getting over the fear. Fear is something that is so present in all of us when we have to make a change. And, you know, we've all kind of been there. It's like, I can't do that because X, Y, Z, or you just get overcome and overwhelmed by the sense of not being able to move forward. The what if. Yeah. What if, you know, this happens, I can't do this. This person will be upset if I do this, you know, just all of these you know, excuses that you have in your head, that's your fear talking. Mm-hmm. And that is oftentimes the guider and the reason that you don't make a decision or you don't make a shift in your life because the fear just totally gets Paralyzes in the you. way. Yeah. It's paralyzing. Mm-hmm. An example of this is when I was first Um, when I graduated high school and had to make the decision for college, I was faced with the decision of either staying in New Hampshire, which is where I'm from, and going to school on the East Coast or going to school on the West Coast. Mm. And that was an extremely, extremely scary, fearful, big decision to make because there were so many factors. It was a completely unknown Mm. situation. It was completely, it was scary. I hadn't, I I didn't know a single person on the West coast and making that as a young person was Mm -hmm. terrifying. I think when you're faced with any kind of big decision, whether that is perhaps leaving a job or a big move you're about to face or even ending a relationship um, or starting a relationship even, getting over that fear is very hard. Something that I like to do is focus on what I know I am good at and trusting past decisions that you've made and this really helps you guide that bigger decision so when I was thinking about moving across the country I considered what I knew I was good at which was I knew I could meet people I knew I could make friends I knew I was creative I knew I was going to be able to contribute to the program that I was going to be studying in school Mm -hmm. and making those kinds of decisions or realizing those things about yourself help the decision process feel a little bit easier. It also is important to kind of realize that you, no decision ever leaves you completely stuck. You will always have a safety net and trusting the decision that you are about to make is only going to teach you something. You're going to learn a lesson from any decision big or small and that within itself is a safety net 
taking that lesson away from the decision if it doesn't go as planned is extremely valuable. And so as long as a decision isn't hurting you or hurting someone else, um, you know, you might get hurt along the way or things might be scary or there might be obstacles, but you will always take something away from that decision. A lot of times when we're making these big decisions, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the feelings, the what ifs, just so many different thoughts floating around in your head that are kind of clouding the decision. But something that you can do is visually, you know, represent the situation on a piece of paper. That's something that Ellie does all the time. She's taught me how to kind of weigh the risks and, you know, benefits of the situation. Um, And that really allows you to just see what the reality is, you know, be honest with the risks, don't minimize them, and then be honest with the benefits that you could get out of making this decision and how, how that could impact your life. Oh, yeah. This is sort of like a pro and con risk, a mm-hmm. risk factor list. Um, and also just be mindful, like don't come up with risks that are scary just for the sake of adding to that side of the list list. subconsciously like not making the decision exactly like convincing yourself out of that decision Uh be honest with yourself and having that balance on paper is really really helpful the other thing that's so helpful to do when making a large decision is this manifestation process so Once you have a big decision in mind that you know you have to face or something that you want or dream of, that's the decision you're hoping to get to, it's a really good idea to manifest it. So close your eyes before you go to sleep, when you wake up in the morning, throughout your day, whatever it is, think about and really try to feel the feelings of living in that decision what would you be specific with it? Like specific help, specific. <laughs> very specific. What would you be wearing in this new chapter of your life after you've made this decision and we're bold with it? What would you wear? Who would you talk to? What kinds of meetings, conversations? Where would you be in the world? What what would you eat? Like what would your day-to-day life look like in this full enlightened new place and having that manifestation process is important because then once you do make that decision and you've already manifested it that energy exists it exists in the world and once you're there it be it's a lot easier to be bold and live in that reality because you've already visualized it and processed it We have an awesome tip for this. Um, We actually step into, you know, our future selves and our manifestations with scent. So I have this new perfume that I absolutely love. It's called Lipstick On. And when I first smelled it, I just was completely transported and just felt something I've never felt before and a sense of inspiration that I've never felt before. And now I, when I want to have an empowering, inspired day, I spray that on and I step into that. So I highly recommend, you know, finding something, whether that's an essential oil or a fragrance or just a candle, just something that you can bring in to your world through scent. That will kind of like echo that decision you have to make yeah Yeah, that's that's reminds me of um we had to face a really 
scary decision back in February for Honey and Bee, our company. Mm -hmm. We decided to go to a trade show for the very first time Mm -hmm. and build relationships with buyers and different partners. And this was a huge, huge risk factor. So we really balanced everything Mm -hmm. out, calculated what the risk factor was and if it was going to be worth it for Mm -hmm. us. And we decided to end up going for it. We realized at the end of the day, we didn't have that much to lose and we would learn so much from it regardless. And before we stepped into the trade show every day, we literally wore that perfume. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, we wore that perfume and it was like, okay, we got this. Let's Mm -hmm. step into the confidence. This is the decision that we made. Mm -hmm. So let's be bold with it. Mm -hmm. And it helps you kind of get over the day-to-day like, oh, I'm tired. I can't do it. It really helps you shift your mindset into that empowered place. Something that's incredibly important in decision making and making big, bold decisions is really holding yourself accountable for not disappointing yourself. You have to constantly, you know, think about the outcome and you have to know that you cannot disappoint yourself and you would rather disappoint others who may not have your best interests in mind versus yourself. You have to put yourself first in order for these decisions to be life-changing and impactful. If this feels tricky for you, if you feel like you have a big decision to make and it feels impossible to even get closer to making that decision, that is totally normal. That is a fear process that you have to work through. And I think the important part is practice around this. So For instance, if you are thinking about quitting your job, this is something that Clay and I both had to face because our jobs were not serving us the way that we wanted them to or needed them to anymore. Clay had an amazing curiosity around learning new things and taking new classes and that was calling her so much more Mm -hmm. strong than the job. And for me, I had this calling to pursue my creative endeavors and jump back into that. And so we both were faced with this tricky decision to leave the comfort of a job. And so what we had to do and what we would suggest to you is wake up every day as you're getting closer to this decision and Mm -hmm. do small things for yourself that you know will make the situation okay. Mm -hmm. So break down the small fears and replace your fears with solutions. So for me, a huge one was finances. I was really anxious and fearful that leaving my secure job would leave me without a way to pay for my student loans, my rent, all the obligations that I have. So what I did was replace that fear with a solution. Clay and I brainstormed Honey and Bee and we came up with a lot of ways to make money. So that fear became something that felt more feasible. The other thing that you can do is have a conversation with people. So this is a huge one, Mm -hmm. but something that we would really recommend being also very conscious of because, Yeah. yeah, because if you need to make a decision, you want to be careful that you don't have someone make that decision for you so support in decision making is really helpful and seek out someone who 
will observe your decision from a logistical but also passion point of view mm-hmm. because oftentimes the logistics of a decision such as will you have money to pay for that or what if you get let down or all of those little mm-hmm. obstacles can just end up creating more fear. And just know that sometimes the people that you think will be the most supportive of your decision are not. And that is simply because they care about you. They care about you not putting yourself in risky situations. They may see things in a completely different perspective than you. And you just have to realize that you have to selectively choose what you tell, you know, someone and not be disappointed when, you know, if you tell a family member a decision that you're thinking of, don't, you know, be hurt by them being fearful. Exactly. Oftentimes, the fear of other people shine through when they are giving tips or advice to you. And so that's something that we've really learned kind of the hard way. And it you have to be bold in your decision and respect their opinion while also realizing that they are most likely coming from a place of love. So being bold with your decision, this is incredibly important. If you're going to make the decision, you have to actually do the decision. (laughs) So when we quit our jobs, we dove so fully into the next decision, the creative space, the learning the new things. And that was the only reason that that decision felt worth it. So if you are on the fence of making a decision, prepare yourself to dive fully in and live in that decision. And that will really help you not look back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't get stuck in the fear. Live in the decision and continuously move forward. Find new ways to inspire yourself and truly just step into that future version of yourself that has already made the decision. It may not feel totally right and sometimes it's a little bit out of your comfort zone. Most often it is. But that's when the biggest shift happens is if you just step into that unapologetically, own it and be bold and, you know, everything else will fall into place. Another part of decision making is owning it. So really just being completely confident in your decision and laser focusing in on that you know, like Ellie mentioned, just quieting the noise and knowing when you're making decisions for yourself, you are doing it for yourself only and not for anyone else. Don't think about how it's going to affect other people. You do have to be mindful about, you know, hurting the people you love, you know, everything to do with people you care about, of course, but if you're making a decision for your soul and for your best interest, you have to step into that and own it and set the intention for that. Absolutely. Setting the intention for your decision is so, so important. And when you're doing that, realize that you don't have to explain that mm-hmm. decision to anyone. Yeah. It is no one's business at the end of the day especially the big decisions that you're making for your personal growth. And if a decision feels right for you, it's just not anyone's place to insert their opinion unless you ask for it. So 
I think that that is really important because so often we have found that people have something to say about your choice, your decision, your life. That's a projection of themselves. Absolutely. A projection of their fears, perhaps Mm -hmm. for you, but most likely for themselves. And I think that that is just something that's incredibly important to keep in mind. You don't need to exhaust yourself. It can be so exhausting to feel the pressure of explaining that decision to others. And when you step into it, you have to be fully focused on yourself. Decision making is the hardest thing most people have to face, especially when it comes to huge life-changing decisions. In my experience, that those are some of the times that I've had the most anxiety. I felt the most off and out of alignment when, you know, I'm not living my truth and I need to make a shift. So we just really want to make sure that you, you know, take care of yourself through this time, treat yourself gently, and just give yourself the self-care and the self-love that you need through the process. Have an accountability partner that can give you the support, but also the tough love. For me, my sister was a huge part of just holding me accountable for making the change and kind of inserting like the outside perspective of, okay, you're not doing what you want to be doing. You need to make the change. Sometimes it takes stepping out of yourself and talking with people that can observe it from the outside perspective to do so. When you make a decision for yourself, you are pushing your life forward and this is the ultimate form of self-respect. Making huge decisions is very tricky and very confusing, but it is a form of self-love because you're giving yourself that respect for making a change and being brave enough to face it on your own and be better for that. So as you go into this week, whether you have a big decision to make or a small one, our self-adore intention for you is how can you be bold with your voice to respect yourself in big or small decisions this week? Let us know what this looks like for you and if you need any sort of support or thought partner around this, reach out to us. Reach out to the Self Adore community. We are so eager and excited to be there for each other through big and small decisions, through everything that is going on in life. And so please reach out. We'd love, love to hear from you. If you found this episode impactful or inspiring, please leave us a review and rate this podcast. It means the world to us and we love to see what you have to say. We will be sending you some of our favorite self-care goodies, face masks, a crystal, a love letter from us. So DM us or email us your podcast review at selfadore at honeyandbee.com. Be sure to share this episode with someone you love, share on your social media, chat with us in our secret Facebook group at Self Adore, and check us out on Instagram at Self Adore Club. 
Be sure to send us your questions. We are always excited to read them and answer them. We love you so much. You got this. Have a great week. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in. 